This episode is brought to you by EMG Pickups, the most classic active pickups on the planet. Head over to emgpickups.com and use the promo code HEAVY at checkout to get 15% off. That's emgpickups.com, promo code HEAVY for 15% off. We are also brought to you by DistroKid. Get your original music up on all major streaming and social media platforms today. I personally use them and they're great. Head over to distrokid.com slash VIP slash Garza to get 30% off your membership. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash Garza to get 30% off. Zach, the kids here. What's going on, guys? How you feeling? Um, this episode is gonna be called Muse Go Sethcore, and we're gonna approach that later. Oh yeah, <laughs> can't wait to jump into that. But uh, real quick, uh, something exciting happened with the podcast, and uh, it's when you were on your trip. But I was just randomly, just randomly, you know, I was. I don't know what made me. I was gonna go on the Spotify. Uh, charts. I'm gonna yeah. go. I'm, I'm gonna see who's charting on the podcast m- music charts. I'm going, and I come up in top forty, and there we are. Insane. I was like, what the, f- <laughs> what the fuck, dude? That's so wild. I could not believe it. Yeah, no. I was like in the middle of my shoot, and I saw you posted that, and I, I almost wanted to stop the shoot and just be like, dude, what the hell? That's insane. Insane. It's def- definitely something that I was not expecting at all. I was, it was literally, I felt disbelief, yeah. and I did start to cry a little bit. Dude, that's amazing. It was, it was that, that's insane. I did not expect that at all. Yeah, man, especially this early on, you know, we're, we're just getting started with this, so it's so cool that, you know, the perception is already that good. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing. So I mean, shout out to to the watchers. You guys are amazing. Yeah, thank. I mean, thank you for watching, and listening, and we're on. We're on the top 40 now. It's fucking nuts. And if you, if you look into, which I'm not hating on it, if you look at anyone in the 30s or the 20s, the top 10, especially top 10, like 95% of all those podcasts, they're all signed to an agency. Right. They're all signed to either like it could be NotFest or it could be, uh, I don't know, like or iHeartRadio or yeah. uh, Spotify exclusive podcasts. These are all, they're all signed. Yeah, exactly. We're not. That's we're, us. We're independent. That's is us. Yeah, that's see that that makes it even even crazier. It's nuts. Yeah, and it was it was a decision made very early on where like you know I probably could make some phone calls and probably sign somewhere and maybe get like a little you know boost here and there. But I'm like, yeah, I want I want to keep this legit and real as possible, whole way. Because then we can be as authentically ourselves as we want, right? Yep. You know, we're, totally. There's, there's no one in our ear telling us. Nothing. Oh, you should go in this direction. Nothing. It's just whatever we want to do. Yeah. You know, shout out to, obviously, the uh, GOAT Joe Rogan. And I was overheard him uh, talking to Bilber. And he, he spoke on this on, on many uh, occasions. But, like, you know, don't sign away anything. Yeah. And since day one, I really, truly kept what he said tight to heart. Like, all right, yeah. I mean, no matter how much it sucks, and trust me, it's it sucked. I want to quit this many times. It, it gets rough. Well, I mean, you listen to podcasts or watch one. Oh, my, it's cool. But when you actually yeah. start doing it, you're like, what the f- this is? <laughs> this is a lot. It's a whole thing. Uh, for I'm, sure. I'm still on the top ramen diet. You yeah. know, shout, shout out to you, a top ramen. 
that shit tastes Shout good, out. dude. I'm, I'm, I'm loving it, dude. Have you, have you uh, done the, the fried egg inside yet? Yep, I do. The what? What's the one that starts with an M? Uh, Marichan. Yes. Yeah. So you could get the uh, twelve bag pack for like three bucks and ninety cents, which is like the cheapest that you can find as far as food. My yeah. dude, that's my breakfast lunch for such a steal for a whole week. Yeah, you, I do that. Get the fucking cheapest eggs. Put one yeah. egg in there. Yeah. You know, boil the water and soft boil it. Boom! There it is. It's so bomb. It tastes great. Yeah. And I see why people do it. It tastes good. It's cheap. Yeah. And you can make it gourmet with like just a couple of ingredients. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know uh, throw some like, mushrooms in there, some chives. Yeah. That's when the podcast starts making a little, a little bit more money. They also, <laughs> I started buying some mushrooms and some yeah. onions. Start throwing that in the yeah in the ramen. You know, you feel, I feel a little bit more tired. It's fine. L- little by little, your ramens are just going to become gourmet. And then that's going to be a different segment of the podcast is like <laughs> Chris Garza makes gourmet ramen at home oh yeah that's it tastes great guys yeah. and so if you're if you happen to be in a pinch with with money or you want to save money or you're trying to buy something you know i mean it's it's a massive difference when you go to the grocery store and oh shit i'll, I'll just buy ramen and i saw that i went up to pay and i was like oh this is a game changer yeah. i fucking spent fucking less than 10 bucks I'm, I'm i'm at the grocery store right now this is a massive help yeah, no, th- that is amazing because I'm not going to lie. Lately, I haven't even been buying groceries because they're so expensive now that I feel like just getting food takeout is like the same thing. Pretty like close. Just getting it like already prepared. Yeah. You know, like y- you'll spend roughly the same uh, because I don't know about you, but every time I go to the grocery store and get all the things I need, I'm spending like 150, 200 bucks. Easy. It gets up Easy, there. dude. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, and uh, you know, correct me if if I'm wrong, but you know, I think ramen is probably the cheapest option, and also, uh, I think the cheapest pizza bang for a buck is called Tony's Pizza. Oh, Tony's, yeah, yeah, it's like I think it comes out to like three fifty. Wow, for 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 a pizza, and you cut that in half, that's two meals. Yeah, so boom, you have like you, know, you live live life on the edge, you know. Okay, <laughs> you have like you know dinner for this day and dinner for that day. Yeah, you know that comes out to. Three fifty. Let's say that's one seventy five mm-hmm. for dinner, right there. Boom. Yeah. So no, hopefully, awesome. hopefully those tips help you. Uh, over here in, uh, in California, we have Vons that tends to be like a little bit uh, on the deal route. Little things you yeah. uh, look up deals or you sign up for the uh, for that particular market. You, you, yeah. you get you get the card or you sign up. You have your phone number. You get like the rewards. That shit adds up and you oh, save yeah. money. Yeah. Just choose a spot, and I found the cheapest place around my uh area and uh i i went with my girlfriend a few times to the grocery store i'm like okay where is the cheapest food yeah and she's like are you gonna eat that i'm like yeah (laughs) why not she's like but yeah but you're gonna feel like shit i'm like so (laughs) so what you're like it's going back in the podcast it's cool yeah i mean i mean do do you want me to buy more expensive food or you want me to not have a podcast i mean that's just that that's just where that's where we're at (laughs) one one or the other (laughs) oh my god you know what dude that's awesome it is undeniable and again correct me if if i'm wrong that guinea ramen uh cheap pizza beans rice you name it it's just it's undeniably cheaper than eating healthy Oh, for sure. Healthier. I mean, it's just when I saw that, I'm, I'm seeing these final prices when I'm at checkout. It's just yeah. like, dude, I don't know, like, another way to uh, to eat healthier. I mean, yeah. 
just just it's so much cheaper. No, it really is. Honestly, my move lately, I think I told you last time we were getting dinner, um, I'll go to like I'll go to like a Thai food place where like the the plates are like ten bucks, but mm-hmm. they give you like huge portions. So you're essentially getting like two or three meals for ten bucks. Great. Which is it's literally cheaper than the grocery store. Wow. And it's it, obviously delicious food. Like Thai food is incredible. Of course. You know. So that's been my loophole lately is like supporting the mom and pop, you know, like Asian uh Asian restaurants. Yep. That will like serve you like a big serving and hook you up. Oh shit. Yeah. So that's been my move. And it's honestly, I I think I'm gonna continue doing that until like grocery uh prices go down. Yeah. Or until we hit top 10 in the podcast and I could give Zach the kid a raise. There we go. <laughs> See, Zach, he, he's young and vibrant. He, he's buying new shoes. He's going on dates. Come on. <laughs> Come on. I'm, I'm done with my life. I'm, I'm fucking, I have, I have a girlfriend. I'm, I'm, I'm older. I'm not, I'm not shot yet. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're not, you're, not, you're not me yet, dude. It's, it's so good. You went out on, on a trip, right? Um, yeah. I went to Ohio. How was uh, that? Cincinnati. Shout out Cincy. Cool. It was cool, man. It was like a... It was fun. It, it's like, it, it, it's, it's, I love going to like smaller towns like that. And, you know, given they have their downtown area, like metropolis area too. Yeah. But I love that. Like when I was there, everyone knew everyone and everyone was so nice. Like you go to like the, the liquor store, they know you, you go to like the local, like Chinese restaurant, they know you and they hook you up. Yeah. Like, we got like free root beers. Cause you know, the, the drummer for the band, shout out young Mosh. Uh, shout out Max. Uh, you know, knew knew the uh, the owners. Wow. You know what I mean. So it was it was so cool to get that like it's kind of like hometown treatment. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. There, those cities are still out there. Yeah. Totally. And it's cool. I I I love traveling because I'm the kind of person where like if I do the same thing over and over, the repetition kind of gets to me. Mm-hmm. So I love traveling because I just love seeing new things, just a fresh view. Yeah. Um, I think really inspires me. Totally. You know, so like anytime I, I leave uh, California, I always come back feeling really refreshed. That's great. You know, because then I'll come back to it feeling like, oh, okay, I do love California, but I needed a reminder. You know, I needed to experience something different for a couple of days and then come back to it. You have to, and you got to get your human. We're all human. You got to get re- reminded. You know, shit. Yeah, you, you, you live in California. You, you got you got that reset. Now you're inspired, and now you're gonna now your work's gonna be better. Yeah, you know exactly. It's cool. To, it's cool to get that step away, especially in a place like Ohio. When uh, yeah, a little bit more uh, slower paced. Yeah, probably probably helps you clear your head a little bit. Have fun. Hundred percent. So yeah, no, it, it was it was cool, man. I, I really liked it. Um, we we filmed at this venue called the Mock B. Mock B. Okay. Yeah, and it's a. Uh, it's pretty much it's like at the edge of downtown Cincinnati, um, and it was so cool because it's like uh, the the guys who who were running it were telling us that back in like the eighteen hundreds it was actually like a speakeasy brewery. Oh, okay. Where people would like you know like knock on the door when alcohol was wasn't allowed, and they'd sneak up to the top and drink beers up there. Wow. And they showed us the room, and then we actually got to film in this. They have literally like a skate park that mm-hmm. looks like like Tony Hawk game, like the old school. PS1 Tony Hawk games. Yeah. Like a like a cool skate park with like a half pipe and then like a like a ramp that goes to the top of the, the ceiling. Yeah. It's, it was insane. That's fucking cool. Yeah. So we filmed in there. We got B-roll of like actual skaters skating in there. Yeah. Busting tricks and stuff. So that 
It's so, little things like that where it's like you literally don't have that in California. There's no place where that exists. Really? You know, where there's a venue and a, a little hidden skate park on, you know, on the third floor. Wow. Yeah. So that's, that's what I love about cities like that is the, the history and just the exclusivity of like, well, if you know the guy that runs this place, he'll show you this cool secret skate park that no one knows about. Wow. A secret skate park. Yeah, because a lot of people wow. that live there don't e- didn't even know it existed. The band didn't even know it existed until like we literally got there to scout the location. Really? Yeah, and the owner is like, "Oh, you guys are want to check out this." Wow! So we changed the storyline to include the skate park like on the spot. That's crazy, and they're and they're from that area, and they, and they didn't even know. That's the craziest thing. Wow! Is yeah, they learned some things on that trip too, and they were like born and raised there, pretty much. That's a trip. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, you you taught me about the uh, speakeasy bars and, and uh, places. I'm like, speakeasy, w- what does that fucking mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, little it, little hidden spots. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of like a, it's you know, it's a funny concept. But I like it just because, I don't know, it's like if I'm going to go out to a bar, I like a theme. Mm-hmm. It just makes it like more of an adventure. Yep. You know, like I, I love, there's even spots where like, uh, there's one in Pasadena called, it's just called the speakeasy. Yeah. And you have to email them like in the morning. Right. Yep. And if you're lucky, they'll email you back the password and then you go to like the back door behind the venue or the, the bar and you knock and then, you know, a guy go, comes to the window, like the little window in the Whoa. door. He's like, what's the password? And you tell him, and then he lets you in. Holy shit. What time do they close? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Places like that. Uh, they, it's usually like a regular bar, like 2 a.m. Really? That they close late. Wow. Is there, like, yeah. speakeasies that, like, they close at, like, fucking 5 or 6 a.m. or they, they never close at all? Um. So, yeah. So there's there's stuff like that, but that I guess they consider that, like, an afters bar. Okay. You know, so it's it's not it's not legal, right? Whoa. But, um, but, yeah, it's like, you know, like, if you come out of the club, a lot of times they'll, like, people will have, like, a little flyer or whatever. And yeah. It'll just be, like, a warehouse. It'll basically be, like, 1720. Okay. You know, but like an underground version of that. Interesting. You know? And I've I've been to shows like that too, where it's not it's not a real venue. Yeah. A lot of times there's not even a stage. They just set up a PA. It's just some random warehouse in downtown LA in like the industrial area. Oh. And that those will go all night. Yeah. You know, and, and the cool thing about those that kind of ties into the theme of this podcast is uh, there's a lot of like mixed genres at those kind of shows. Nice. Yeah, so I've I've seen like Slay Squad and a couple other uh, you know, mixed genre artists um at shows like that where it'll be a trap metal artist and then literally like a deathcore band and then uh like a, a just a pop singer. Whoa. Like you'll you'll catch like six, seven different genres in the same show. That's fucking sick. Yeah. Which I don't think would really fly at a traditional venue. Like I don't think a promoter at a traditional venue would book that. Yeah. You know, but it, but in these particular places, it just happens to work. Yeah, just because there's not like a huge risk. You know, they don't yeah, have true. like a, a big overhead. Yeah, where if true. the show doesn't go well, it's not a huge deal. Yeah, but honestly, a lot of those shows are packed. Really? Yeah, a lot of those you you show up and it's like shoulder to shoulder. Wow. You know, because it's it's kind of I think it's like the new wave of music where like it is. You know, like when when I see like Gen Z kids like on whether it be TikTok, Instagram, whatever, talking about music, I don't think they even 
think about genres. Yeah. You know, like I feel like they just look at music as music and it's more of like vibes. Like, oh, I want music for this kind of emotion or this kind of energy. And they're not looking at it. Well, it's deathcore, it's rap or it's trap or whatever. It might pop punk, you know, it's more of just like a music for certain uh, for certain purposes, you know. Wow. I mean, I. In a, in a crazy way, isn't that how music is originally was supposed to be like intended to? Oh yeah, I mean, you want a certain vibe, please play that band. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow, it's going talk talk about full circle, man. It is weird, right? Because like when all these bands that created genres started, you know, like all the early deathcore bands, it's not like Despised Icon was like, oh yeah, we're making deathcore right now. Yeah, they were like, we're just gonna make some crazy heavy music. Yeah, it's gonna blow people's minds, you know. Yeah, yeah, that that term didn't exist. Yeah, or like, you, uh, know? you know, like Three Six Mafia. Yeah, they didn't guess that they were gonna create SoundCloud rap inadvertently without realizing it. Insane. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's so weird how how that works. It's nuts, huh? Yeah. Well, Zach the Kid, uh, of course you have a perfect segue. So have you oh, heard yeah. have you heard that new Muse song? Yeah, I have. Shout out to Muse, man. Shout, shout out to Muse. That song, uh, I just stumbled across it. Oh, I'm getting older, so my, my days are kind of fucked up. But yesterday, that song, Kill or Be Killed. Yeah. I love that title, by the it way. It was. Yeah. Where does that That title kind of comes from somewhere, huh? I mean, I, I'm not going to say it's connected or not connected, but there is, there is a Spite song with literally the same title. Oh, my goodness. So, you know, maybe Spite. spite Muse tour coming soon. We'll see. That'd be sick. <laughs> How hard would that be? Well, I mean, my first thought was like, okay, which kind of ties into my tentative title for for this episode, like Muse Ghost Deathcore. Yeah. Because they have literally a slam. Yeah. Out of nowhere. I was like, is that a, it's, I don't know. It's crazy. And like the intro is like a, it's like you heard Gorgira a few times and like you Oh, you got inspired for a song and you wrote that, that that intro. Like, you know, like there's there's this. Yeah. Like that's like <laughs> That's I like mean, Gojira's first album too. It's not even like the recent stuff. You I know, know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's straight up like, okay. I did get so I I found the song because you know I did get sucked into the clickbait. Some some website said music goes heavy. I'm like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? You know, my 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 inner thirteen year old gatekeeper hater came out for like a, <laughs> for a fucking half a second, You're dude. Like, <laughs> and then I was like, okay, okay, whatever. Then I played it on YouTube. I listened to it. I'm like, cool. This is a great song. It's a fucking phenomenal song. Yeah. And then this bridge comes on, and this fucking slam comes on, and I started headbanging. Yeah, and uh, it's 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 this part right here. Ooh, that's a very advanced slam. Like that's a straight up deathcore slam. Yeah, like again, I asked you earlier. I'm like, I don't know if this is me talking for my ego, but that's like that's a fucking suicide silence. Riff. That's totally an SS riff, 100. percent I was like, um, <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, I love it. I would do. I was in my garage by myself. I started headbanging. Like, oh, yeah. I was like, "Ooh, fuck That's yeah, so dude!" Beefy, dude. It was a fucking sick ass rip, dude. Yeah. Shout out to Muse and uh, shout out to Muse for sure. Uh, yeah, their their singer songwriter 
guitar player. I mean, Matt, I mean, you're talking like a musical songwriting beyond genius. Yeah. I mean, his, I mean, the work from you, I mean, speaks for itself. Changed you know? rock forever. For I mean, sure. forever. I mean, and yeah. there's something about a three-piece band, dude. Yeah. This is a three-piece and they're, um, I can only, I don't know. I can only imagine like if you're playing, you pretty much dominated like the pop thing. Yeah. You're so at the top. You know, where else do you, do you go? How else do you experiment? You know? And yeah. I mean, what, what, what better thing to do? They're a fucking SS slam. No, it's perfect. It's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking perfect, dude. I love it. it's it's that trademark slam too. Yeah. Like that chromatic scale thing. It's just like, dude, it's so funny. You know, because they could have done like, you know, like and shout out like Nickelback and like bands like that where like they'll throw like a heavy breakdown kind of thing in there. Yeah. That's different than this. This is like a straight up like death metal slam riff. It is. Which is so it's just so like out of place, but cool at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I think it really just goes to show how far we've come in music. Where like again, like I said earlier, I don't think genres exist. Yeah, I think that's done. You know, if you listen to like what Bring Me the Horizon is doing now, yeah, where like literally every single is a completely different genre. Yeah, it's you know, cool. and and the fans love it. I think I think we're finally at a point where like people are ready for that. You know, like they're mm-hmm. ready for like just something new from everyone true and it's funny i mean i think like heavier bands has been stealing from hip-hop pop name it for a long time yeah so why so why can't a band like muse you know borrow from the heavier side kind of flip it right why why not you know yeah and it it makes sense i'm sure i'm sure they've seen like a like you know like Slipknot or a band like a, a or bring me at like a festival that maybe they're on the same lineup on yeah and they see the crowd response. They're like, "Oh, dude, we why don't why don't we do this? There's nothing stopping us." Totally, you why, know why not? You're, you're you're fucking amused, man. Who cares? Do it. That's the beauty is when you're at that level, which I'm sure this is how Bring Me feels about it too. It's like we're at the point where we it'd be a, a crime to not experiment. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because you have the ability, you have the fan base where your fans. Or at least gonna give it a chance, no matter what. Absolutely, you know. And uh, and we're very similar, which is why I think it's good that we're talking about it. Is like, you know, I'm not a gatekeeper. I don't really yeah. like, you know. Obviously, now you're having like the death metal logo thing go. It's just everywhere. Yeah. Uh, for sure. C- celebrities are wearing like death metal T-shirts. You have Muse doing. Uh, suicide sounds death, death core breakdowns now. I mean, yeah. it's just like, I think it's fucking all badass. I yeah. think it's cool. I think, uh, if I'm gonna be honest, like, I'm proud, like, that this is where the genre is going. Like, yeah. dude, I mean, for a band that mass to do a part like that, it's pretty fucking sick. That's incredible. It's just a testament to how powerful this music is, mm-hmm. you know, that you guys helped create. It, it's so weird. I mean, it's. It's like we were talking about in the last uh, solo episode. I mean, it's literally worldwide to the point where everyone has heard Deathcore. Like, there's not one person alive that hasn't at least heard a riff from a, a heavy band's song, you know? Yeah. Even if Nuts. they were, it was a car passing by down the street, mm-hmm. you know? It's pretty crazy, huh? It's literally like universal, worldwide. Everyone knows what that is. You know? it, it, it's it's crazy, man. And uh, you're you're right. I mean, everyone at some point has probably heard a fucking slam riff. Yeah. 
and they've heard a guttural, you know, <laughs> <laughs> they've heard a Taylor Barber guttural. <laughs> Dude, so good, man. <laughs> yeah. I learned so much from our last two episodes with Ricky and Taylor. Like they, uh, Ricky mentioned a band, not, not a band, but a hip hop artist called NF. Oh yeah. And I was like, and our manager, Jerry, texted me saying, oh, dude, that podcast is sick. Uh, I, I started listening to NF. You should check him out. So I, I just got, I just missed it because there's so much information mm. that, that, that you miss. Yeah. So he reminded me, oh, shit, so I checked out NF. Uh, what massive following. We're talking, I think, 9 million, 12 million followers or monthly listeners on Spotify, a massive artist. And he's a yeah. white uh, hip-hop artist, rapper. Yeah. And dark rap. Really personal connective lyrics right i'm not sure the word connect is even a word but i mean his like that shit was hitting me i was like yeah. oh this is this is the kind of shit i like from like rap this is like more more sick. vulnerable yeah. vulnerable kind of very music. very yeah vulnerable mike and then uh uh ricky and taylor mentioned city morgue yeah very very heavy i love city morgue yeah i think Z what zillicami is doing especially uh he's, he's one of the members of city morgue yeah he has literally a grunge album out. Really? Where he's doing like, it literally sounds like modern Nirvana with like, you know, with like electronic production beats. Really? Yeah. But he, he has this natural raspy voice. Yeah. So it, it, it doesn't feel forced, you know what I mean? It doesn't mm -hmm. feel like, oh, I'm just going to make this grunge thing. It feels so like, if this came out in the 90s, I would have believed it. Really? You know? So it, man, it's so cool. Like, just, that's what I love about the rap world is I love hearing rappers perceptions of genres that already exist, mm -hmm. but when they put their spin on it, it feels like something completely fresh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited to see like what those guys do in the future because I mean, so far they're killing it, you know, it's great. And it, it's heavy and it's, it's, it's heavy as fuck. It's just in a, it's yeah. a, it's because it's not, you know, blast beats and slams. I mean, it's, it's, it's just, it's heavy. Yeah. No, it's like, I love what Taylor said in the last podcast about like, you know, he said he worked at the masquerade Yeah. and like, you know, uh, when he worked those like trap metal shows, he would see basically a modern version of what a scene kid is. You know what I mean? Wow. Like, like a kid that would listen to like SS or like Carnifex yes. or one of those bands. Uh, but like now they go to trap metal shows instead. Because that's just that's the what where the music is going. So gnarly, dude. Yeah. Holy shit. And I, I've seen that too. Like I went to that show with uh, Suicide Boys and Turnstile. Same mm -hmm. thing. Every kid there, whether they're listening to rap or rock, it's like I know that they're the same kind of kid that would have grown up listening to like deathcore and metalcore, but because they grew up, you know, where it's like more, it's like aggressive hip-hop instead of aggressive rock you know that's mm -hmm. just what they happen to be into but it's the same it's the same kid from you know same same kid as the kid that grew up in the early 2000s with corn and stuff like that whoa you know but it's the new version of that i would say that's a trip huh it's crazy to see it seems people just like uh dislike aggressive no matter what it is it has to be aggressive yeah because it's that primal thing that we were talking about yeah. last time, too. Yeah. Everyone has that. Mm -hmm. And and if you, you know, if you've had like a hard week or a hard day, there's just something very satisfying about hearing like a hard drop. Yes. W whether it's a dr like drums or like a scream over a beat or like yes. whatever it might be. There's something about that really like 
impactful riff or sound or whatever it might be that it just like our monkey brains just love it yeah i, I totally agree and uh, that that's what i think i mean i call that heavy if, yeah. if, if it hits you in a certain way that's just yeah i mean even pop artists can have heavy parts absolutely you know 100 percent. yeah like i've heard housey songs where i'm like there's no guitar in this but this is heavy yeah like like so the good. way she's delivering her vocals yeah, like it's it's basically metal so good man you know wow well i think we covered a lot yeah yeah I, man i kind of want to publicly say that well i you know this might be you know a hot take or like us going out on a limb but you know i i definitely support muse and and matt this is that's i think what they're doing is fucking sick yeah i'm not a gatekeeper at all and i think they should whatever they want to do you know do it yeah for sure but i think if if you're matt you know maybe Name a couple bands here and there, you know. Just you know, throw throw <laughs> just throw some some light. You don't have to no. Yeah. I, I'm not I'm not the kind of guy that uh, I don't care about song titles or you know every record. You know that was me when I was 15. I'm not the yeah. guy anymore, dude. I'm 36. I forget album titles and songs. I wear shirts now just to support. Right now I'm wearing a Left to Suffer shirt. Shout out. Yes, uh, just I'm down to support the scene and the culture and and blow this shit up. And yeah. whoever does it, great. Uh, yeah. So, but when you're in that kind of, I mean, when we're in that massive of a band, you know, shout out a couple bands here and there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Can you, yeah, exactly. It's not even gatekeeping. It's just like recognizing that that's such a huge opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you named any band, you know, as, as the, the lead vocalist of Muse, you could change their whole career. Just, Suicide just, sounds. yeah, <laughs> just. You know, you just go, go on go on Twitter and just type "suicide silence," no context, and just yeah. enter. That's all you have to do. If you're listening, watching, can you just? Does he have a Twitter? Uh, Instagram? He does, right? He, he probably yeah, he has an Instagram. For Hit sure. this fool up. Say fucking <laughs> tag guards or tag the band, and say, dude, yeah. what's up? It could be no context. It could just be a, like a black screen. Yeah. With just tagging "suicide silence," mm-hmm. you guys would overnight just like triple your fan base that'd be great maybe uh by then i won't have to buy ramen all the time and now <laughs> and i'll be fucking sick dude or you could have mushrooms now oh my I'm gonna buy mushrooms and onions well that's a great goal onions. yep well shout out matt uh what, what you're doing is sick uh come on the podcast you motherfucker come on the pod man we're ready <laughs> <laughs> holy shit well uh well i'm glad you had a cool trip yeah man um th- and this really ties in uh to what we we're saying earlier again uh, thank you for listening and watching. I did not expect this podcast to chart so early. Um, I mean, I don't want to be cheesy, but we will not be here if you weren't listening, watching. those That past two episodes with Taylor and Ricky, really, I noticed numbers start shifting. Yeah, People are listening and watching because uh, of you and, and Zach. You know, every week keep keeping the ship going. Yeah, um, man. Keep, keeping me focused and help helping me learn. And uh, I, I can't. I really can't believe it. You know, it's, it's fucking it's amazing. Nuts. It's it's nuts, and it, it's, it goes to show. If again, you look at the other podcasts, they're not even, even. I don't think they're even rock. It's yeah. it's all based on hip hop. No, not hating, but it's just like it's very. They're all at top ten shit, and the top twenty, even thirty that we're on right now. Yeah, it's all very mainstream. Right, and the fact that like, well, I'm right behind like Alex Baldwin. I don't, right. even, I don't even know we had a podcast. <laughs> I, I saw that you were above Questlove, which is insane. Yeah, that's like, you're, you're talking like... And he's the Tonight Show's drummer. <laughs> it's 
dude, that, that's that's <laughs> iHeartRadio. That's fucking massive. Yes, yeah. yes, massive backing. We don't yeah. have that. Exactly. But we have you guys. So that's actually more massive. You really put that into like a full perspective. And that's like, this going to happen even like a few years ago. Yeah. I mean, so when bands like Muse are playing slam breakdowns, it's a fucking big deal, man. That means people are listening and people care. It's so fucking crazy. Yeah. He- heavy music is, it was definitely, uh, at the time, it, it was a joke. To If you're outside of this art culture, it is kind of looked down upon. But just to see it keep getting light and keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger is fucking nuts, dude. It, yeah, it's it's so cool to, like, growing up where, like, that was considered just, like, you know, like the average public just looked at that as like crazy people music or whatever. Yeah. And now it's like fully accepted. Insane. People don't even question it now. They don't. Yeah. It's amazing to watch as someone that grew up with it. It's incredible. It's fucking nuts, dude. Fucking heavy music is in, dude. Yeah. All right, everyone. Well, thank you for listening and watching again. Uh, if you're not subscribed to the podcast, what what the fuck are you doing, man? Exactly. <laughs> uh, hit that bell. Uh, well... <laughs> We are going on tour of Lamb of God in September. Holy shit. Kill Switch Engage uh, with our leg. It's Baroness and us. We got starts September 9th, Brooklyn, New York, New Jersey, Virginia, Ohio, uh, Baltimore, Atlanta, Georgia. Shout out to Seven Dust, uh, Jacksonville, Florida, Tampa, Florida, Boston, Massachusetts, uh, Kentucky, Illinois, Indiana. Uh, and we play the last date. Uh, on the 30th in Denver, Colorado. And yeah, and that tour goes on uh, without us, but those are the dates that we are playing. So hopefully we will see you guys there. It's a very big tour for us. We're back in the amphitheater stages. Fucking nuts. It only took us 12 years to get back there. But hey, we're back. We're eating ramen. We don't give a fuck. We're getting sick, and that's okay. It's okay. It's going to be a party. (laughs) That is going to be an absolute party. Cool. Follow us. All that shit. Uh, until next week, we got Alpha Wolf. So uh, tune in that. All right, guys. Hell yeah. Later. Catch you later. Peace.